0: The Point with Travis and Robert I'm your host Travis Evans I'm, uh, I'm going to say that Robert will be on in a little while I'm doing some other things right now So he'll he'll come up when he gets a chance to come up But like I said before This is an impromptu show This is not This is not one of the <clears throat> Put together and design shows That I normally do Where I let you know everything that's going on um, I kind of want to see if I can Get some understanding and clear air First of all, uh, real quick, uh, if you guys want to call in, the number to call in is area code three two three eight seven zero four zero four seven. That's three two three eight seven zero four zero four seven. Guys, go ahead and press one to get you in the queue, and we'll go ahead and uh, you know we'll go ahead and take everything in as we can. All right. So tonight, once again, this is this is sort of like a fireside chat. No, it's not near the fireplace. It's too damn hot outside, so I'm not going to have the fire. Own, anything like that, but it's kind of sort of a because I just want to talk from the heart. I want to tell you exactly where I am, where I am, where I'm going, where I'm coming from, and to kind of get you guys up to speed on what's going on. Because we get a lot of stuff. First of all, this is not my first show. Y'all know this. Y'all also know that this show has been going on for over three years now. I started this in 2017 when me and Ron Scarlett had a show called Talk DC Sports. I was kind of getting into the the mood of not talking about sports as much, but being concerned with what's going on in our communities. So a lot of times um, I hear people when they're debating, they always say, and that's my point, and that's my point. So I decided to name the show The Point for that reason, because you have a voice and people – Either you, either you don't want to use it, you don't know how to use it, or you're too scared to use it. I'm okay with that. I'm the type of person that would just say to you point blank, if you guys need somebody to lead the charge, then I'll do it. I have no problem with that. Because I've worked in the prison system for a long time. I've worked in jails and prisons for a long time. And I'm going to tell you, it's the same old song and dance. All the time Because all I dealt with is black inmates
1: Yeah there was white
0: inmates in the, in the, in the prison system Of course there was But I dealt more with black inmates Than I did with anything else And these black people I talked to Seemed like they all had a story that was well rehearsed Grew up in the projects Multiple siblings No daddy around Literally didn't go to school Hung out with gangs Did dumb stuff that I, I just kept it just kept repeating itself over and over again, and he kept saying it, it was just that message. I mean, why are we doing this? Then, as the years went on, I started seeing some of the some of the most ridiculous, asinine things going on in the community, and I said, you know what? Maybe I need to address that. Maybe I need to go and figure out how to address that. No. I've never believed in walking into the hood trying to get these people to listen to me. I would rather jump head first off the Empire State Building and straight into a thumbtack before I would try to go into that neighborhood and try to think that I can change people whose mindset has been excellent stuff. Not going to do it. So I figured, what's the, what's the thing? Maybe I can make a platform and do something about it. Maybe if you tell a drug addict they have a problem, you make them believe they have a problem, then they want to get help. But if you're constantly sitting back telling the the drug addicts, they're they're great people, they're doing wonderful things, and you know that they're on drugs, and you don't address the drug problem, all you do is keep trying to find ways to make them feel positive, it's not going to work. So I decided to bring a platform out here. Now, since I've had this show, I've been told by people that you are too Aggressive. You're too loud. You curse too much. You use the N word too much. And just recently, just recently, I've been told we attack a religion a lot. Okay, so I'm going to address all those things. I come from the military. We talk loud in the military. Hey, Christy, can you do me a favor? Uh, Like my video so I can pull it up Because I can't see I have to keep squinting to see this little screen up here So if you could I'd appreciate if you like my video So I can go to Facebook And and pull it up and be on the big monitor here Uh, We have We're we're loud We talk loud When when you're you're giving the commands To your soldiers You don't sit up there and say Well I'd like you guys to do push-ups or oh, when we're doing cadence, when we're running up, marching They can't just sit there and go They can't do that These People can't hear you Loudest mouth in the room will always be heard That's, the way, that's what we was always taught I'm not trying to tell you guys that, that yelling at everybody Is the answer But sometimes If you want to get your point across You have to say what you have to say And you have to say it loud And proud So therefore I can't, I can't do anything other than sit myself back here and listen to what goes on. And then sometimes you have a voice to say what I'm All right? So, let's get started. I am loud. I got a big mouth. I am loud. I got a big mouth. When I was a little kid in church, when I was there every Sunday, we had to go. It wasn't no, no ifs, no ands, no buts, no maybe. You got up out of that bed every Saturday morning, Sunday morning, and if you didn't get out of that bed, you got helped out of that bed with a strap, and you got out and you had to go to church. One particular Sunday, I went to church, and we were learning about faith. And me, I call myself trying to be a, a trying to mimic the pastor. Every time the pastor preached. I, I, you know, I always mimic him because I thought it was funny the way he would always put that word, ha, on the end of everything, no matter what he say. And if you go to the, and if you go down to the rock, and you see, and I would do what I meant. So one day we were coming out of Sunday school and we we have to go into the main auditorium and we would have to tell what we learned in Sunday school. And back then, yes, we got whoopings in church. We didn't, we could pass the whoop your butt and you, you consider that an opera was considered an honor. So I walked in one day and uh, walked into the to the, to the the main atrium, and they said, Brother Evans, what did you learn in Sunday school? And I told them what I learned about faith. And I went into this 15-minute preaching thing where I was jumping up and down and saying, say hallelujah with me. Say hallelujah. I was doing all of that. Now, you see pastor was over there in the corner with his arms folded, like I'm going to get this nigga and get his ass when I get the chance. I'm going to get it. After I got done, people were in, in, the, in the people were in the atrium just screaming. I mean, they were just you know, Hallelujah jumping around and and catching the Holy Ghost like they always say. They was doing that. So after I walked out, I was outside with the other kids. We were playing, getting ready for the regular service. And I remember my mother came out there and snatched me up and she said, Pastor I want to see you right now. I said, Get your butt in. there. What did you do? I said I didn't do anything. And my mother told me, "Well, Pastor I want to see you in his in his study right now. You need to go." So I went in the study, and Pastor looked at me, and I mean, I, I thought I was gonna get whoop. I honestly thought I was just gonna get a whooping. I didn't know what I did wrong, but he said to me, and I don't forget it. Pastor G.B. Booker said this to me. He said, "Brother Evans, with a mouth like yours, he said you either gonna be one or three things. You are either gonna be one heck of a politician." One heck of a minister Or you're going to be dead Well I have to be called to the pulpit, And I ain't dead I guess politics is the way to go I don't know But the point I'm making is Is that when you're doing Any kind of speech or anything When these guys are in front of the microphone They have to get the point across And they have to make sure everybody hears it Okay So when people tell me I'm too aggressive, I'm too loud, I'm too this, I'm too that, I don't know very many talk show hosts that just sit down and just be calm, cool, connected, just quiet as a church mouse. I've never seen it. So me, I want to make my sound unique just like they made theirs. Okay? Let's go to the other. I use the N word Yet still, I can guarantee you that half of y'all that listen to me. You probably let your kids watch Power. You let them watch other shows where it's cussing and everything else. The N-word flies around like a, like a paper airplane, and y'all are okay with that. But when Travis says it, it's the worst thing that I could say. Once again, if you want to get your point across, sometimes you have to be the loudest person in the room. And if understandably, if it means that you have to do it a certain way, then you have to do it. When I worked at the county jail here in the metro Atlanta, my supervisor once told a bunch of inmates. They was coming in, wouldn't listen. He was trying to explain to them what court they were going to go to. They just sit down talking, wouldn't pay no attention, and he just had to yell at the top of his lungs. He said, that's why nobody want to help you damn niggas. All y'all do is do this, 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 this. You don't listen. And it's a, it's a goddamn shame that I got to come in here and yell at y'all like y'all are a bunch of fucking children because y'all act like children. And when he did that, the first thing I said was, wow. And you know what everybody did in that room? They shut up. Because after a while, you get tired of whispering to people or trying to be polite and cordial. You get tired of it because cordial, polite, it's not getting you nowhere. Where has it gotten you since this whole thing started? Where has it gotten you? That's the problem. So when people don't address things, and they don't call it out for what it is, and we keep saying, you're doing a great job, you got 11 kids, you're in the project, you're doing a great job, when we do that, all you're doing is making the problem worse. So how do we fix the problem? See, if you want to shut loud mouth people like me up, if you want to shut people like Robert Drake up, you want to shut us up, then here's what we do. You change. That's easy. And all the stuff that's going on in our community can be fixed right now if you would just listen. It can be fixed. No more dead bodies in the street, at least not by us. You're doing what you're supposed to do. There won't be no dead bodies in the street. Prison population is going to shrink I guarantee it It's going to shrink Because people don't want to go to jail anymore. No this is what I've been trying to say But I get so frustrated and caught up in it Because I'm a passionate person If I see a seven year old kid In her bedroom doing her homework To get ready to go to school the next day Eight years, seven, eight, nine years old And a bullet comes through the wall and hits her In the head And she dies I'm still trying to figure out what nice things do I need to say about that. Y'all put a thumbtack in that because we're going to come back to that in a minute. We're going to come right back. We're going to talk about that when I get to the religious section. I've always said this, and I'll continue to say this. I'm not here to be liked. I'm not here to be loved. I just want you guys to hear me. Understand that there is a problem. Quit trying to make excuses, and let's get this problem taken care of. That is the only thing I've ever wanted us to do as a people. Let's work on the problem. I don't see anything wrong with that. Do you? Use the word nigger too much. The N word. I'm still trying to figure out but one thing I can honestly say about the majority of black people in this country is that y'all suffer from a condition known as parrot syndrome. You just repeat everything you hear. White folks ain't never called it the N word. Never. We just used it, they just came up with it, the media came up with this proper way of saying it so it wouldn't offend you. So, you're telling me right now that if a, if a, if a white supremacist said you feel the N word, you still wouldn't take it as if he calls you a nigga? We have got to get past this getting upset about something as simple as a word. Black women, y'all call each other bitches and hoes all day long. Let me say it. I'm a disrespectful piece of crap. Let me do it. But we don't ever try to figure that stuff out. All we do is we look at where the source is coming from, and immediately we go into attack mode, and we got to stop that. Has not addressing the issues the way I've addressed them helped or done anything, I mean, have, have uh, not worked in the community? What I'm saying that, why I'm saying that is, what I say it has it, has it has it not worked, because we've been going through the years saying, talk oh, somebody. What's going on? I think you're just doing a great job, doing this, doing that, and in five minutes, later, you go right back to the same stuff we were doing. So, what is the overall solution? Yelling is just a form of expression for me to get it out because I'm angry. I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off at the situation. It did not have to happen. I'm very angry about that Maude Aubrey case. I'm very passionate about that because no matter what he did or who he was or where he was going, or what, he didn't do anything that warranted, even, some, even the little bit warranted him to die like a dog in the street. He didn't do anything. That's a, that for some of these dudes out there that, that get their ass shot up, nah, they deserve it. I don't care. It doesn't bother me, though. No. It doesn't bother me, doesn't mess me up in the least little bit. But anybody else, I don't care. But I'm all he's an exception to the rule. And I'm upset about that. Now, let's take it up a notch. <coughs> Always bashing black women No I don't But if that's what you want to call it At least y'all are hearing it Now I can't get mad and say well they're not listening to me Because if you're calling me or you, you Hit me on my inbox or whatever And you're saying to me Travis You're talking too much about black women At least you heard it You still just, just didn't hear it right You heard it. I ain't never ever ever Said anything negative about a black woman I've said something negative about niggas All the time And if that is you and if that is your category, if that's the way you want to be addressed as, then you can be upset then. I'm not talking to you. I've never said anything to you guys. That's what I want y'all to understand. That's the problem that we have today. So when I I address one of these these stupid-ass kids going out here carjacking somebody, shooting them in the face and stealing their car, to me, they ain't shit. They are niggas. And they little they little young asses don't need to go to juvie. They need to go to death row. I said that, and I got told that I want America to kill all our black kids. Never heard me say that. I never said that. If you grown enough to shoot somebody in the face and take their car, then you have to ride that electricity. That's the way I see it. You grown, and you need to die like a man. That was the only thing that I said, and somehow in the world. I got this hatred for black people Black children now Never said that Nobody's ever heard me say that So If you hate the word nigger so much What do you want me to address the man Black people And then we write back to square one The minute I do, We're right back at square one Because I want them to be able to Distinguish the difference between me And little peanuts ray ray I want them to be able to distinguish the difference between us. Because I'm not out here mobbing and robbing and killing and all that stuff. I'm not doing that. They are. But unfortunately, they look just like me. They look just like me. And it's hard for somebody to distinguish the difference between us. We have to teach them the difference. If you want to change, that's fine with me. I have no problem with that. None. I've always said, change your mindset, change your address, change your finances, and you can change the world. I've said that a million times. If you're going to stay in the project, you're going to have seven, eight, nine, ten kids, and you're going to stay in the project and shut the fuck up complaining about everything that's going on because you are a major contributor to the problem. That makes you mad too bad. But if you are not doing anything for your children except giving birth to them, then you ain't a mother. i say it again. Where was black folks during this COVID lockdown? It was at home. You know where their kids was? At home. You know what they were doing? Homeschooling. You know what they were doing? Everything else. You know where the majority of our other children were? Breaking in the house, carjacking. They were doing all that. And you want me to put them in the same category as black people? Won't do it, can't do it, not going to happen. That's what you need to understand. So when people have a problem with the way I address things, understand that most of the content, other than the stuff I pull off of news channels like local news, CNN and everything else, people, people understand this. Most of the content I get comes from black women who are showing me the things that, that these people are doing. I look up, I look it up, research it, and repost it. That's what I do. And I give my opinion on it. Bottom line. There's too much tension going on in this world right now. It's too much. Let's go to the last thing that, that, that I was told that I do. I bash religion a lot. Going on religion a lot Let me tell you something about That Just so you guys know I read A lot I watch the news a lot People have always told me Sometimes you need to unplug Because you are deep into it And I read Because I don't want to keep accepting the same status quo every day, every year. I don't want to keep doing that. What's up, I I don't want to keep doing that. What I want to do is make people understand that you have another resource. It's called, it's called your brain. Read. Just read. That's all you got to do. I'm not telling you to go to your church and denounce it and burn it down. I'm telling you that a lot of the stuff that we've been taught to believe out of that book, Nothing but a fairy tale, a fable. It's nothing but, but, but smoke and mirrors. That's all it's ever been. So from here on out, on the point, Travis and Rock. don't bring up religion on my show. If you guys don't want to hear the truth, then don't bring it up. Don't bring it up, please. Do not come on my show. And start telling me all the wonderful things That God and Jesus is doing for you Don't come on my show and do that Because when you do, you open the door wide, And I'm going to go right through it I'm telling you, don't If it hurts you and pisses you off That much, my language That I use when referring to Our people Remember they say they, they black people, they're not niggas They're black people, fine Then don't bring it up But I'm going to continue to address The articles that come in the stuff that's on the local, as far as the national and world news, I'm going to continue to address things. I'm going to continue to do it. In this area, nobody's safe. I jump on bad white people just like I jump on bad black people. It's no different. I I don't like ignorance. I don't like death and destruction. I don't like stupidity. And if that makes you mad, then I can understand you being upset, but I'm going to tell you, There's two things that you can do. You can unfriend me, get off the page, or you don't have to listen to the show. I don't want you ever to feel uncomfortable about hearing anything I have to say. Because, once again, my job is not to come out here and just go in on the churches and bash the churches. That's not my job. But I'm tired and sick and tired of standing around letting people tell you stuff that you can read for yourself. Just read it. It's already in the book. Half of y'all won't even read it. Y'all gonna go sit down in front of somebody for like two, three hours, let them preach some stuff to you that they say is the word, and you take and you give them your money and you go all watch your business. You sit down and read the Bible for free. Won't cost you a dime. Read and look at all the contradictions. Look at them. So if you don't want me to address the Bible Don't bring the Bible up on my show Don't do it I hope we're clear on that <laughs> I don't have a lot of people on the line But I'm pretty sure this show is going to be replayed Over a few times And if it does get replayed over a few times I want you guys to understand My job is not to tear down the black race It's help healthy This is an educational platform It's a talk show But it's also an educational platform and I want you guys to understand we are just trying to help. And if you don't want the help, then I understand that. I don't want to spend my life making you believe anything. I want you to find out for yourself. And if you still don't believe it, you want to go back to the way it is, at least you're ready. How do I know that a lot of folks don't read? I get messages on my Facebook live, I get messages on my on my inbox, sometimes on my phone. Hey. What y'all talking about? What's the number? I send these flyers out all day long, and it's not for my help. It's to let you guys know the number to call in, what the show is about, what we're going to be doing, what, why we're going to be doing this, why we're going to be doing that, any special guests that we're going to have. That's what I do. And people will still call in or, or hit on that Facebook Live. What's the number? What y'all talking about? It's very frustrating and irritating when somebody does that. I'm not trying to be funny. We have got to do better. We can receive X, Y, and Z. Let's do it. But we have got to do better. Collectively, as an as a group of people, as a community, it is our job to pick up the pieces that were dropped. It is our, it's our job as, 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 as in the community. I have a problem with, with that. Once again, with the religion. I have a problem with it. Every day Sometimes somebody time somebody dies or gets killed in, in, in some kind of melee or something, the only thing y'all got to offer is teddy bears, prayers, balloons, and candles, and them stupid-ass T-shirts that's got your name on it, which you would have blunt in one hand and wings in the other, and y'all still don't see anything wrong with that. Maybe y'all do, maybe you don't. Mindset got to go, people. We have got to get rid of the mindset Because it's not going to change And if you don't change Do any of those things Your world is never going to change Ever It's never going to change It's going to get worse progressively Don't tell me children are a gift from God And you have no money to take care of What you thought they were free They take care of themselves If I offered you a car right now Brand new 2020 uh, Navigator I said, it's my gift to you because I love you. Here's my gift. And right when you get ready to stick the key in the ignition and get ready to take it off, and I say, oh, and by the way, the payments on it every month is $1,200. Insurance is six hundred dollars a month. It's $1,800 that you got to pay every month to drive this car. Ain't nobody going to turn around and say, well, I still thank you. I'm going to do it. They're going to turn around and say, man, you out your mind. I ain't paying for this. That's exactly what they're going to tell you. So I don't step on. Um, just don't get it. So quit calling children a gift. They're not. If you're using your child as a weapon against the father, they're not a gift. They're a weapon. They're exactly as, it, as you use it. You raise them to be thugs, they're going to be thugs. You raise them to be role scholars, guess what? They're going to make you look good. understand that. I want you guys to understand, I'm about this community. I'm about getting these kids right. I'm about getting me But it's got to start with the adult that's teaching these kids. If I go grab these kids right now and take them with me and we go out and have a picnic somewhere and do this, 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 we'll have fun, we'll have everything. You know what they're going to do? Go right back into that environment. And all the stuff you pulled out of them, they're going to put right back in. This stuff starts with them. It don't start with children. So trying to trying to go out there and and get these kids to, to do it—it's not gonna happen. Do a parade? It's not gonna happen because they're gonna go right back into that same environment. Change your mindset, change your location, change your finances, and you can change the world. That's what we gonna do. I like to be a voice for the people, but I am not going to let anybody put shackles on me. That's the reason why I've always said I don't need no money from nobody. I pay for this platform myself. I pay for all the advertising myself. I pay for everything. I don't need your money because the very first thing people want to do when they're giving you money is that they want to jump. They want to jump and tell you how to run your show, and nope, it's not going to happen that way. Hey, Frank, it's not going to happen. So you're not going to be able to come in here and do that with me. We don't get to We don't get to write a script And y'all get to tell me what, what I need to, What I need to say and what I don't need to say That's not the direction I want to go If you're offended Then help me Get them to understand That we need to do something about it Because you see it Don't act, don't act dumb You see it all the time Y'all see it I've seen kids come into a convenience store, literally rob the place blind. I've seen kids talk back to the elderly. I've seen them punch them. I've seen them do everything. Don't tell me you don't see that. Hey, Demetrius, don't tell me you don't see that because you do see it. So when you say that to me and you come at me with that, well, you need to tone it down. Now, maybe you need to listen up. wanna be mad, y'all wanna make Travis out to be the devil, that's fine. I'll do it. If it'll get y'all to listen to what I'm saying. I'll be the devil. It's on both sides. If it'll get y'all to understand that we can fix this problem, it's not a ba- it's not a big problem. All it takes is a little education and understanding, patience. And y'all got plenty of all of that. If you want to get it to work. Let's work together. And if you guys can't do that, and y'all want to get mad at me, then, hey, it is what it is. But I guarantee you, if my prediction is correct, and that's what I've been doing. I, I, I've been at home, been reflecting, drinking, thinking about stuff, and I said to myself, you know what? What if this happens tomorrow? Just this Aubrey Harbor thing, we've had like five other cases, shootings. These are all police involved. But what if somebody stands up and says, that's it, I've had it, enough. They go out and do something stupid, and next thing you know, we're in a civil war in this country. Think about it. Aren't y'all tired of this? And to have people who look just like uh, me, just like you, people that look like us that sit there and j- try to justify this young man getting killed in the street. But job people look just like me. Well, he should have been in that house. Uh, well, you know, uh, he a gang member anyway. He's a, I mean, these are an excuses, and y'all see nothing wrong with that. But if I call him out, man, you too harsh, man. You you too aggressive. You 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 too this. You too that. You shouldn't be saying those things about people. You shouldn't be, man. Come on, grunt, for real. I say the truth Y'all ready to Throw me under the bus But you got Once again You got gang members Out there in the street Robbing, killing, doing everything They killing each other like crazy They're in The Corona ain't got shit on niggas But once again That's my fault Because I'm calling it out I hope that everything that I've talked to you guys about tonight is something that's going to seep in. I'm not your enemy. Never was. I'm not the devil. At least I don't think I am. I'm not your enemy. But if you want to make me out to be an enemy, you're fine, do you're what you do. Remember, I'm not making a dime off of this. I've not received one paycheck from anybody any of this stuff that I've done And I don't think Robert's got one either But we're going to continue to report We're going to continue to address And the only thing I'm asking you to do Is that if you are coming on this show Don't come up there with that Bible Thumping on it, jumping up and down, screaming hallelujah I'm telling you that now Don't start now. won't be now. That's what I want y'all to understand The last thing I'm going to talk about before I get off of this thing is I said it was going to be a short show, and the good thing is there's no callers. Oh, uh, Robert is, Robert, are you there?
1: Yes, sir, Travis, I'm sitting here listening and reflecting. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? I
0: can hear you fine, man. To talk about before well, I
1: get off of this thing? Everything that you said, I couldn't have said better. I probably would have said it in a way that would have made people turn a deaf ear. So I have nothing to add. I totally agree with everything you said thus far. And I'll sit back and listen to the next. All
0: right. All right. I appreciate that, Rob. Stick around. All right. Last but not least, another thing I want to discuss tonight, and I want to say this. Now, once again, I'm not trying to rally no troops. I'm not trying to say anything derogatory because I know people always talk about revolution and we're going to fight this and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're not going to do anything. Because you know as well as I know, we don't have enough people to do anything. We don't have anything. Our manpower is depleted. We don't have very many men left. The ones that we have are in prison, dead, and the rest of them out here dressing like women. So we don't have an abundance of manpower. So what are we going to do? You're going to wage a war against a machine that you can't win. Because you got nothing Yeah you got your little little AK-47 assault rifle That you stole out of somebody's house But they got firepower They got dogs, M They got the M60 They got everything Tanks, aircrafts Grenade launchers They got everything And what do you have Yeah I stole this assault rifle like the dude have They will annihilate us in five minutes Hey Deborah, What's going on classmate they will annihilate us in a minute. So we have nothing to fight with. This is the only thing that we can use to fight with. And you have to understand the nature of the beast. This country was formed on nothing but take, take, take. And that's all they've ever done. They are rich. They are in the wealth in of these categories and this. They're on all of this because all they do is take, take, take. And I'm talking about the People in this country and if you think I'm talking about black folks You got another thing coming I can tell you a story close to home Real quick Texas Revolution Revolution of the state of Texas Texas in was 19, 1832 Texas was a just an open territory State wasn't formed or anything It was just a territory It was occupied mostly by Native Americans it was populated it was populated by the Mexicans because Mexican Mexico laid claim on certain areas. Once again, Horace Greeley told everybody to go west. That's what they did. And some people settled in that Texas territory. Texas wasn't a state then, it was just open territory. Also, the Republic of Texas was slave free. So a lot of slaves ran to Texas. Well, when the colonists coming over to the settlers. So they don't want to say colonizers anymore. They called them settlers. They came and they decided to claim this land. Just walk up to them, and say, well, this is our land. We're going, to, we're going to set up a house on it. We're going to do this, this, this. Didn't buy it. Didn't do nothing. Just look, set your ass on it. Slowly but surely pushing the Indians even further out. They've had enough. So y'all had several enemies to fight from in the state of Texas. People, the, uh, the settlers. Y'all had several people. The Indians were number one. The Mexicans was the least of your problem. Because the Indians were sick of y'all. So as the territory began, Mexico decided they were gonna move in and tell y'all y'all gotta get the hell off their property. Y'all decided to fight for your property. This thing is you didn't own it. You never owned it. You didn't buy it outright, you just parked your covered wagon and built your house. That's what you did. And called it yours. Town started forming. Oh yeah, mayors, all that. Towns started forming all over the place, and y'all just started just making your own damn shit. And you didn't think for a second that that Native Americans weren't gonna allow that, but you tried it anyway. And it was Santa Ana and his crew came across. They said the same thing. What, what the hell y'all think y'all are doing? This is our property. You can't set up a city in our property. You can't set up houses. You can't do that. And so the the, the settlers decided they were gonna fight. And they did. They put up a good fight, but they kept getting their asses kicked because they had to fight the Indians and they had to fight the Mexicans. Most of the people that came down were from Tennessee. A lot of folks don't know the story of Tennessee, but I'm getting ready to tell you. Real simple. Tennessee is called the Volunteers because of the Republic born in Republican Texas. What are well, they called the Volunteers? They came from Tennessee to help out, help us, help them fight for making Texas an independent state That's what that was about and the, and the governor of Tennessee At that time was Sam Houston He was the governor After he left the office of governor He went with the militia To go to Texas to help those Fellow Tennessee folks fight for, for, their, for their land Which I still don't understand They never paid for it but they fought for it It was their land Texas got resources Texas wasn't just Plentiful with oil and gas Stuff like that Texas was also plentiful And bountiful with cotton Now everybody's saying "Well, what's, what's that guy do with anything Well if you got any pair of clothes on right now I guarantee you cotton made it I guarantee you So cotton was a big industry in Texas Cotton bone, Everything Texas was big in cotton So they went to fight for war Sam Houston came down Splendid tactician Greatest general that you could ever have He did everything right Except for the Alamo But he did everything else he did right And Sam Houston Drove Mexico back And then set the boundaries For the state of Texas Now once again Texas was a slave free state Had nothing to do with anything And then these Confederates came in the statehood. these wealthy people who've made billions over, the, over the, couple of, the last couple of centuries off the backs of other people other than themselves, you want to put a clear and concise message, you need to unify. You need to get these folks out of office. Go vote. Give them, register them to vote. Get all these people together, and you need to run these clams out of office. That's what you need to do. Because I'm telling you right now, All we're doing is switching one bad egg For another So if Trump don't get back in there Now we got Biden The only thing that I can see is Biden is a nicer person That's it Do I see corruption in him and everything else? Tons of it So we're not doing any better We're not faring any any better We need to start thinking about that We need to start getting people In office that can do the job People in there that's trying to just kind to of fat in their pockets And get themselves wealth For the next 150 years That's what we need to do Once again Cotton was the biggest industry You got companies like Levi Strauss These people have made Billions Over the last few over, over just, just, just the last 20 years alone They've made billions Off the sale of jeans There's dresses out there Cotton makes all this stuff And they've made Billions, oodles and oodles of money. And not one time, any descendant of a slave been given any retribution for anything because they were the main ones that had to pick. No medical, no dental, no nothing. Think about that the next time you decide you want to go buy a nine hundred dollar pair of fucking jeans to put on your ass so you can look good. Think about that. Those are the things that we need to worry about. Till we get this in their head, make them understand. Till we see change, we need to stop spending money. It's a necessity leave it alone. No more stuff. But we won't come together on it. We won't. Change your mindset. Change your location. Change your finances. You can change the world. That's the only thing you need to know. Robert, I'm ready
1: to get off. Are you uh if you don't have anything to add? You have anything to add, Robert? I don't have anything to add, Trevor. I think everything was clear, concise and well said, and hopefully the people to take heed and hopefully we can continue to have people rally around us and unite and all work to achieve the said mission. Whatever the said mission is that day. Sometimes they have to learn how to follow orders and instructions. I love your military analogy because I, myself, am a very loud communicator. Never been to the military. Study. Military. Study. How do you organize a team and what type of communication at different times you need to have with the said team depending on the motive? Depending on the motive, it's called effective communication. Most people don't understand the importance of communication. If I can destroy your communication, then I have probably have a, 90%, a 10% chance of losing and a 90% chance of winning. Because if you have a practice how to work when you can't communicate and where the rendezvous point is going to be and what the ETA is to get there so everybody knows that you're okay, you probably get left on the battlefield by yourself or get everybody killed because you're going to do something out of, the, out of what everybody's practicing. And that's dangerous So we have to have These meetings In public On these platforms In front of people So we can tell the difference between The ones that are saying that they're down And the ones that are really down. That's the point
0: That's the point
1: Well done Trevor. Well done I will make sure that the people over at Drake's Media Get this stuff packaged up and distributed Probably every day this show will go out every single day. Give us some time, but we'll get it done.
0: All right. I appreciate it.
1: You ready hey, to ride out?
0: Say, say what, Robert?
1: You ready? Let me know you're ready to ride
0: out. I'm, I'm getting ready to end it in a second here. Just want to tell everybody, uh, everybody that's on the Facebook Live, once again, I hope this kind of sort of Breaks the ice and let you guys know where I'm coming from. And once again, I'm always open for criticism. I'm always open for people to come on the show and maybe try to explain it their way. I'm always willing to do that. I have time slots if people want to do a show on their own. I have time slots. You guys want to do them. Just let me know what you want to do, and we, we good to go. Maybe your approach is different and you feel it'll work. Get your time slot on the platform, and you go for it. Alright, Other than that, I want to thank you guys for joining this special edition of the point. Normally, this is the day where we're doing sports talk with Travis and Ron. Man, there's you know, just nothing to talk about, man. Just, we just want the season to start, man. We want we want stuff to open up gradually and safe, and we want to get this stuff started back up where we can sit down and watch some sports. I want to see some football. I want to see some basketball. I miss baseball. I want to see all of this. So we just we need to let everything unfold and get yourself right so we can move forward in our endeavors. Everything. I want you guys to be safe. Once again, keep practicing social distancing. Keep washing your hands. Stay at home if you have to. If you don't have to go out, stay home. And most, first and foremost, keep an eye on your children. Find out where they are and make their asses come home. Keep them off these streets. Streets are no joke. Y'all got to get your kids. There's just no nice way to put it. Go get your kids. All right. That being said, we'll see you guys Tuesday for another edition of The Point with Travis and Robert, Tuesday at 8 o'clock PM Eastern time. We'll see you. Have a wonderful evening, and thanks for listening. I'm ready to ride out.